So welcome to the Class of Nerddom podcast, where we talk about all nerd things, from video games to anime to things that are just strange. And right now, I am joined by my friends. Please introduce yourselves. Sup, I'm Autumn. <laughs> Hi, I'm Spring. I'm Summer. <laughs> and I am your host, Winter. So guys, today... Something I really wanted to talk to y'all about, and what I've, and what has always been a pretty big interest of mine is I want to talk to I wanted to talk to y'all today about cryptids. All right. So, do any of y'all have any idea what cryptids are? Nope. <laughs> Some no, idea, not a lot. Well, cryptids. <laughs> cryptids are things. Things and creatures that may or may not exist. Think Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, Chupacabra, Mothman, all these sorts of things. Wait, was okay. cryptids that giant creature that you showed us the other night that looked like a, that looked like a spider monkey thing? No, that wasn't a cryptid. That was just a random D and D monster. Oh, okay. Oh. It is still the source of nightmares. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, have y'all have do any of y'all have like any kind of experience? Like now that I've kind of explained it, do you have any idea like what cryptids are? Like any kind of interesting ones that y'all have been fascinated by? Kinda. Uh, I mean, you, I mean. You. Okay, so one of my favorite ones that I really wanted to talk about was the chupacabra because I really like. We live in Texas, we're like right at the border of Mexico, so it's one that has like been kind of prevalent most of the t- most times and kind of like the folklore back here. Most of the, mostly because of the reasons because it kind of looks like a coyote. So most people and most people think that like whenever they find a ki- a coyote with mange, that's what that's probably a chupacabra. But yeah, really, because it's just a coyote with with mange. But the weird thing about them is that they have like they have like two very drastic what images of what people think of them to be. Like sometimes they're they now more commonly they look like the the mangy coyote with vampire fangs. But um uh, now but like a more exaggerated like alien version of them is that they look like kind of like a scrawny little alien thing with spikes all over its back, big red eyes, like humanoid almost, not exactly dog-like. It's crazy. I don't think I've ever heard of that description. I've only heard of the coyote with fangs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I, me, that, hold is, on. that is another source of my nightmares. Yeah, that, that just... That just seems to be really creepy now. I mean, as far as Chupacabra goes, it's usually just referred to as, like, the Mexican Bigfoot. You know what? That's very true. (laughs) I say that again? It's usually just referred to as the Mexican Bigfoot. How? They don't look that. They don't look like that. Like, here, hold on. They usually are. Or at least my family has referred, basically referred to them that way. Oh, yeah. Didn't they say it once whenever uh, your dad was telling us yeah. that? that yeah, he, like. yeah, my dad basically said that it's just the Mexican Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, it's kind of concerning because they're not exactly the same kind. Ah, never mind. So... I kind of wanted to explain like how I got into cryptids and, er- and everything. It was um uh, when I was uh in like seventh grade, I found this one of my social studies teachers. They had this book just detailing cryptids, and I was just like mystified by it. It had like a bunch of other like strange happenings in it. Like it talked about uh, uh, internal combustion, the Men in Black. Talked about gremlins, yeah. and that's how I kind of got in- introduced into it. And the way they depicted the chupacabra in that one was uh, it was just a big, like a really big towering lizard thing just with fangs, but it was like standing upright like a man almost, which just looked really, it was a, it was a really, that book had like really weird images. 
to describe the, the monsters in it. And another way I got into cryptos was because I was watching... Did y'all ever hear about the Animal Planet show Lost Tapes? Yes. Uh, yeah. Did you ever watch it? No, but I've listened to many. I've saw, listened to many creepypastas on it. <laughs> oh, I geez. saw a couple episodes of it, but but I kind of stopped watching after I saw that it may have been staged. Oh yeah, well obviously it was. You didn't think they were staged? I mean, some of them were. Some of them had had to have some amount of realism. Usually they do. Usually they do. But the majority of episodes are staged. Yeah. Yeah, the way I saw them is that they were just like um, uh, really, really bad B-movies. Just Yeah, it's like the, it's like those episodes, it's like that series, uh, what was it, Finding Bigfoot? It was even less than that. It was, it was even less than that, really, because they, sometimes they did show a monster, but sometimes they got like really tense and then like to a point where like they were either like super intense and weren't intense at all. Like um uh all of them there are. Like um uh like the most intense one I remember. Well the most everyone says that the zombie one was just, was the most intense one, but because it was actually it almost looks like a Resident Evil. It almost looks like a Resident Evil movie. Oh. Just made live action. But um uh the the one that was most intense to me that where I was actually kind of like a little scared was the um uh, the the one where they were talking about the yeti and it's just these two reporters they go onto a um uh, they go onto a um uh, a boat that's supposed to be tra- tra- transporting like some kind of cargo and then eventually they're just walking around they see just like body parts just like strewn about and then they fr- they start running from the yeti and then they they're stopped by a screen door that's just locked and then you and they're like let us out let us out and then uh, I get the guards like what are y'all doing in there and he turn and he like has this like face of horror behind him like oh god what is that and then just runs away and then you like see the monsters you see the yeti's face and it's just a yeti mask <laughs> it's just a yeti mask it's hilariously bad that is hilarious. wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think you would really call the creatures that I'm fascinated that I've always been fascinated with cryptids. Well, can you prove it? Can you prove that they do or do not exist? No. Well, then well, there you go. Well, sometimes you don't have to. That is true. It depends, cause it really depends. Like I've been watching this new show on a cryptid called Skinwalker Ranch, and it's actually been pretty interesting. You know what a skinwalker... Okay, do y'all know what skinwalkers are, first off? I do. No. Okay. So, so basically, what the supernatural tale is, is that they're basically just demons that take other people's bodies, essentially. Oh, body snatchers. Yeah. But the thing thing about them... But the thing about them, them, though, is that the difference between them and body snatchers is that whenever the skinwalker leaves your body, it actually, like, it basically eats your skin. Again, uh, hence the name Skinwalker. Well, the difference between them and Body Snatchers is the fact that Body Snatchers were fictional aliens. That's very true. <laughs> That's also very true. But yeah, they're actually doing it. Well, because I know, I know this. I know this place existed because I've seen those YouTubers that I like to watch so that explore abandoned places. Places do it, and they're doing an entire investigation on this place right now. There's a there's a whole there's a whole TV show on it. Okay. I mean, oh. I kind of figured that they weren't real to begin with. That's kind, of di- that's kind of different from the Skinwalker I was thinking of, because from my understanding, the Skinwalker is supposed to be kind of like a witch, a witch almost from Navajo legend. And I think, the, way it work, I think it, it, the way it works is that they like take on the forms of animals. And it's actually kind of interesting because, because we're actually like technic. I can't remember if it was either the Skinwalker or the Wendigo, but we're technically not supposed to know about skinwalkers because that's supposed to be like kept really close to the chest. Oh no, it's it's, it's wendigos. You're thinking of wendigos. I'm thinking of wendigos. Okay. You're thinking of wendigos. Wendigos are also a very big Navajo uh, Navajo legend as well. Where, uh, but with actually, but with, from uh, what I've heard, wendigos aren't even actually from what I've seen, wendigos aren't even Navajo. I from what I've seen, they're they're supposed to be like old African spirits or something yeah but the, the well 
it de- it depends on it de- really depends on the 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 the, the, the where you find the legend but I know a lot of people. I mean, it might have originated from there, but a lot of people thought that it originated from the from the Navajos just because of how just because of how kind of fear, fearful they are of them, and mm-hmm. kind of how you get you get a much more detailed much more detailed story legend and story of what they are with the Navajos than, than you do with the Af- than you do with the African legend. I might just okay. be mistaken. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking it up right now. It says that they're exclusive. They're pretty Native American, not really African. Right. Yeah, but yeah, when I it comes actually... to Wendigos to begin, when it comes to Wendigos to begin with, they're used in fiction so often now that it that it's like they're kind of not what they're supposed to be anymore. Oh yeah, because yeah, Wendigos are very are very deadly. Yeah, because I'm uh, yeah, they've been really changed up. They've been really changed up a lot because like. Like um, uh, they're supposed. I think the actual like way they're supposed to look is like the way that um, uh, the game Until Dawn depicts them as like kind of like just gangly, pale, ghoul-like. Like no one really understands well, they're where be, they're supposed to be very human. Like yeah. they're described as cannibals. But the yeah. only di- but the difference is how you can tell the difference between a Wendigo and a human is yes they look very human like but the thing is they're actually uh, unnaturally tall and have unnaturally long limbs. Yeah, yeah, like, they're basically Slenderman. It's almost almost but with faces. If, if Slenderman was just a little hungrier. Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. yeah Slenderman was just a little hungrier. Whereas the Wendigos that we know now either have bony cow heads or they're the depiction that we see in Over the Garden Wall. Yeah. Yeah. Is that supposed to be a Wendigo? Okay. Wait, it's theorized a... that he's supposed to. It's theorized that he's supposed to be a Wendigo. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And it's kind of kind of crazy how like things like have stuff like that can take on like different shapes depending on like how they're perceived in media like uh oh yeah like one of my favorites and like one of my favorite cryptids is the mothman you've all heard of that one i've heard of him you've yeah. actually showed me a video i still remember yeah. that yeah, yeah i showed you that heard video. Of mothman? like the they have that statue of him in point pleasant west virginia west virginia they have that statue of him where he he kind of looks more like a superhero alien almost because he's like just jacked and has like an eight pack and then like butterfly wings coming out of his back. But he may very well be. But now the more common, <laughs> now the more common, <laughs> maybe. But now the more common way he looks is that um uh, he just has he just has like big bat wings, big back wing arms, and he's just furry but has like very very piercing red eyes. Right. That's always fun. <laughs> I want to go there. Uh, I want to go have... there one day. Point Pleasant, West Virginia for Mothman Fest. But then it you have like your, your more famous cryptids, like the Kraken. But Okay, yeah, like the Kraken, who's been around. That's the crazy thing. That's what... That's the crazy thing about whenever you get to ocean cryptids, because we know so little about the ocean, that could just very well just be real, 100%. Well, is it? Is it? I show... And these, I showed Autumn a video of of captured footage of the giant of the giant squid, and people are talking about that it may actually be the kraken. Yeah, but dude, that, that was. But even when that, you showed me that video, that was way too big to to just be a giant squid. Yeah, but yeah, but that like, even then, it's like, how do we even know? Like that, that and we only see the tentacles. Thing. Oh jeez. <laughs> we only saw the tentacles like as it was swimming away. That is yeah, also okay. true. Okay. <laughs> and the thing is what's creepier about it is the fact is the fact that after they got the footage some weird stuff happened. Didn't they almost lose didn't they almost lo- lose the video? They almost lost their lives. They got their boat got struck by lightning and a cyclone formed not too far from them. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. I remember. So trippy. Okay. Uh, it was basically God's way of saying that you weren't supposed to see that yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. 
You just God's saw. way of saying that was some revelation stuff that you're not supposed to see yet. Spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. That's what's in the Bermuda Triangle. It's everything in the revelations. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, you get to like, like even then, it's like how far like every like religion has like some kind of mythical sea monster. Like it might like just be a trend, but like. Yeah, like Leviathan, like um, uh, the Midgard Serpent from Norse mythology. The like, all serpent? these things that are just, like, just supposed to be, like, in the water, and that could very well be, just because we don't, like, we, like, or fish. Like, that is, like, honestly, like, the most common thing, probably what people rarely saw whenever they thought of a sea serpent, is that they saw a 40-foot-long serpent in the water. Well, if I remember correctly, like, Autumn, we were talking about it when we were watching Atlantis. Oh yeah, that's right. And I don't. I, I've yet to check uh, that, but didn't didn't uh, we think that the Leviathan was something that was actually talked about in yes. uh, in Revelations? I believe so. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'm on my laptop. I can Google this. Yeah, but it's like. The Leviathan is like a thing that shows up in in Atlantis and and it's one of those it's one of those biblical cryptids. It's referenced in the in the Hebrew Bible in the book of Jacob. Ah. Okay. But if anything though, the Leviathan may may also just basically just be the Kraken. People have theorized that that any sea monster that's mentioned in the Bible may just be the Kraken. Probably. Yeah. Was it and then the of course, there's also the there's also the question of, but then of course that also brings up the question of whether Atlantis really did exist. That's also very uh-huh. true. Yeah. yeah. But I guess that would be a conversation for another time. Yeah, probably. But let's just stay on the fact. Let's just stay on the idea of like the ocean ones because of the ocean. Oh yeah. Could, <laughs> it's just it's just a, that's just insane all of on all its own because we really 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 have no idea what's down there like yeah. i i think we've that's actually why people still only, look for the loch ness monster i think yeah. we've actually only explored like 20 percent of the ocean yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the fun that's the crazy thing is that we only found like um uh the mariana trench which is like the deepest known part of the ocean that we have like ever seen but like nothing's there, and it's only like in like the grand scheme of the ocean, that's only like a puddle. That's, just, like, that's basically the size of a puddle, and that's the most impressive thing we've explored of, of the ocean. Oh yeah, but even yeah, but even then, we can't we go physic- down that far. We physically cannot go down there, and not only that, but we can't even get drones down that far. We barely yeah. get down there. Well, yeah, because of all the water pressure, and of course the heat from the earth and of course if they're going through like tectonic plates that's even worse what yeah. it so mainly it's one thing, is it's one thing to get it's one thing to get a human down there which is literally physically impossible it's mm-hmm. another thing that we're not able to get drones down there well actually i thought we we just did like we were able we were able to get drones down there and we discovered a new type of fish that's able to live down there they tried, but the thing is, they weren't able to get it that far. The only reason why they saw that fish was because that that new type of fish that they had discovered had actually had actually been float floating up from the from the giant puddle. Oh, okay. The when when they brought when they when they bring the okay so basically if I remember correctly when they bring the drone down there they can't they can't see all the way down there which is why they also can't bring the drone down there because they can't uh, really okay. see. Oh, okay, it's okay. Just, they weren't able. They weren't able to get to the bottom. They were able yeah. just to get in there. Okay. It's it's too dark, and the thing is, they don't have a bright enough flashlight for them to actually see anything. Jesus. It's kind of like with that. It's right. kind of like with that dark, the darkest black color, the the darkest black color color ever. That's basically all the drone can see. Just the absence of Dang. any kind of natural light. Yeah. That's insane. Advanced darkness. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> advanced <laughs> darkness. Yeah. <laughs> Just advanced darkness. Advanced darkness. 
<laughs> Say that in the most monotone way possible and it just makes it even better. Was this like, did y'all ever see that, that like mm-hmm. thing that that invention that they just came out where they were able to just like have like a sheet of completely compressed carbon and they had like a like a 3D cube of it and you could literally not see any definition of the edges. It just looked like a regular square until you like really started circling it. Oh, I think I know what you're I think talking I've about. Seen that before. Yeah, that was just crazy. So, if I may, you guys want to hear like one of my like more like bizarre theories that one of the more bizarre theories that are thrown around about cryptids that yeah. sounds really crazy but is but is really really interesting to think about uh, i shouldn't yeah. think interesting i should just think fun sure what is it okay so the a leading theory is that um I, I say leading theory like this is 100% science. A, th- a train of thought that most people use is that <laughs> is that um uh, cryptids cryptids are often can often easily be like not can be easily debunked if you just really really want to look at the hard science of it because um because uh, like people if there are more than one if there's more than one Bigfoot then there would be like some kind of pattern, you know, they would like leave trail, they would like leave food, edible items and like certain areas would be scarce and sightings that they were, that they were seen. Same thing with like the Loch Ness monsters, like they, they would have to be eating something would, they would be leaving stuff behind. Like people can track like herds of gorillas through the same way, you know? Right. Like yeah. they see, like and they were supposed behind. to believe they're so simplistic, they wouldn't be smart enough to hide. Yeah. Well, not even that, not even just that. It's just like, and then it's like, even then, it's like you get to like stuff like the um, uh, like the Loch Ness monster living in living in Loch Ness. Obviously, it's like it's a it's a finite area, and there's like no shortage of fish. So, what's this thing eating? If there's like something lake. So, an idea, a theory to explain this away, is like um, uh, is that cryptids that we see are no are normal beings, but every time we see one. It's because the dimension that they are from is colliding with ours, and that dimension that they're from, they are just a normal thing that exists. And for like little blips, they just cross into our dimension. Hmm. That's actually yeah. an interesting theory. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's. I mean, I guess that's if you believe in a multiverse. That's also true. But even then, I still think it'd be an interesting theory whether you believe in multiverse or not. Yeah. That's just, yeah, you know, they just kind of like, kind of like the same way, like, kind of like the way if you think about ghosts and that sort of sense and paranormal stuff, it's just like, what if like those times wherever you just like saw someone there but wasn't there, but also left something behind? It was just someone like interacting with our, in the same place, in the same place, but a different dimension crossing over ever so slightly to give off a ghostly figure. And mm. even then, and even then, after that, that's... it's like only because that's something we perceive it as a person because that's what we understand and that's how our minds, like, kind of co- coalesce into it. Like, like we're seeing, like, dimensions cross over, but we just see it as, like, a, a vaguely transparent person still there. I mean, I could... I do agree, the... I do agree with you in the fact that it's, it's, your, it's your mind tricking you. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, and I'm, uh, but I mean, I've said it. I've said it before. I personally don't don't believe that ghosts are a real thing. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I could I could get behind the cryptids with being a mul- with being multidimensional, but I can't uh, really get behind. I guess I could kind of get behind that theory, but not really. Uh huh. Why not? Okay. Well, for me, I can't... Like, multiverse, of course. Yes, I do sort of believe it, but with the paranormal and ghosts, it it just depends for me. The thing is, I think it depends on the paranormal creature that you're talking about. Maybe, like, ghosts in general, then, then maybe yes. Yeah. But I think if you're talking about stuff like demons and witches, then no. I don't think that could be like a. I I don't personally think that could be like a multi-universe thing, just because I feel like if it was, they Those wouldn't be able exist. to. 
Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they actually exist. But also because of the fact that I think if it was a multiverse thing, they wouldn't be able to physically do as much damage as they actually do. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Yeah. Where, where, are we, where are we at in this conversation? Because whenever I'm I, was ta- I was talking I was, about the ghost really... thing in the multiverse. Okay. <laughs> All right, because um, witches and talking... demons, that's, like, that's something completely different. I was just like referring on how we perceive how we perceive ghosts. Right. Well, no, no, yeah. I completely agree with that on that, but I think I think that kind of theory would depend on the par- on the go- type of ghost that you're talking about. Is what I mean. Yeah. What do you like mean? if you're talking about like all ghosts, then I can't really get behind that. Maybe if it's just like ghosts in general, like actual spirits, then maybe. Mhm. But it just depends. Yeah. Then when then it's like um. Uh... I don't know, yeah, I see what you're saying, but like, I see what you're saying. Like, um, uh, it's kind of weird whenever you think about it in like, like a person sense, like, like the soul of a person right. could still be there. And then, because the thing about spirits is that it's like a wide thing, because in all the Japanese folklore, spirits are just kind of a that's yokai. a crazy thing, because like, yeah, yokai, which are kind of like just are cryptids in and of themselves because they thought they thought they were around and that's what they used to like explain natural phenomena. So it's like in the it's like in that cross section between folklore and cryptid. And then right. but like spirits in that there's in that so, culture like the there's so many of them. Like the idea of the forest spirit is like not an uncommon thing in their in their folklore. Right. The idea of the forest spirit is like you see them in like in Legend of Zelda and in um Princess Mononoke as the Kodama. And as the Koroks in Legend of Zelda, it's just like it's like a the idea of a of a spirit that lives in the woods is not that ideal, but you don't perceive them as people. We wouldn't think of those the same way as we think as people, but they are souls of some sense. Maybe they are right. people. Maybe they're animal souls. And then, like you get to the you get into like Scottish Scottish folklore, Scottish Welsh Celtic folklore, where we get to the the will of the whiffs, which are essentially four spirits in themselves too, but also guys of some kind that are just benevolent regular spirits or people that have passed. And yeah, so it's like I know what you're saying whenever you say like the difference between a human spirit and just a, a regular spirit that we don't know what it is. But that's weird. But whatever you think about it that way, don't you think it's kind of crazy how um uh, like what what happens? Like, what happens that decides, okay, you're going to be a forest spirit or you're just going to be here? You're still going to be in the same place. You know, I never really thought, I've never actually thought about that. Right? It's weird. <laughs> like, are they human spirits? And if they're not spirits, what are they? Right. It's just, it's just crazy. And it's weird. And, you know, and that's, that's, eh, you get to the, <laughs> You get into the ideas of the paranormal. You get into the ideas of the paranormal. Is like I was listening to some comedians talk on a podcast, and they were talking about how they would go, how they would perform at this really old theater, and then sometimes they're whenever they were by themselves, they would just they would just feel something. You feel something whenever you walk into like a really old building, and then mm-hmm. it's just like small things like that. You feel you feel like it's just a place, like almost like the building itself has a memory. Like of like the almost like it has a memory of the people that have been there. Just like really old buildings have that kind of feeling, and then and then you kind of just get into it. it's like the most naysayers of the paranormal will always be scientists because we can't see because if you can't see it, feel it, measure it in any kind of way, then it's not there. And I just feel like that's a really, really, really small-minded way to look to perceive the universe because there's just some. Just because you can't explain it doesn't mean it's not there. You feel something. Something's there. Can't see it. Can't explain it. But, like, if you just really, really want to, like, simplify things down, that is, like, the good idea. That's the train of thought to do it. Right. And the thing is, I think it, like, what, like when you mentioned the bad, the whole bad, like, like that weird feeling thing, I think mm-hmm. it really just depends because sometimes it can just be, sometimes it is just in your head. It's just the fact that, you know, this is an old creepy building, so you feel like someone's watching you versus when something's actually there or something's actually watching you. 
Yeah, but like not even like not even like a creepy building, like a sense. Not even like a like a abandoned building. This is still a building that comes in every, that people walk into every day. But right. it's just been here so long. Something something gets left behind eventually at some point. Right. I again, I mean, I really just, think it just depends. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy world. It's crazy when you ever think yeah. about these things. Honestly, I mean, honestly, I think I think sometimes it just amounts to your mind just tripping you out. Right. Because there, the thing is, though, you are gonna have your moments when you like whether that's whether like something's bad something there is bad or not you are gonna have your moments where you like legit think something where you like legit feel something and like you legit think something's there whether it's like good or bad i mean you're gonna have your moments where there where where you're gonna actually have that feeling like i either should get out of here or i have a weird feeling but i don't know what it is i don't know if it's good or bad yeah but you know uh, it's there There's, there's a difference between your mind tripping you out and you actually know something's there because typically you can tell, I mean, at least I can tell the difference between the two, mm-hmm. but you can usually tell the difference from when it's just your mind. Like whenever you start second guessing yourself on whether it's actually yeah, something's uh, actually there or not is usually yeah. when it's just your mind tripping you out versus when you actually know, because you'll know, you'll yeah, know no. when you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy thing i mean i i don't remember i personally don't don't think i ever had a time where where i where i sensed a danger that i couldn't see or feel right so i can't really i can't really weigh in on it but but i know that i've had my mind trip me out a lot oh yeah i've, I've had my mind trip me out sometimes and I, again, I can tell the difference because it's it's when you start like, it's when you start second guessing, like kind kind of when you're like, oh, I don't know if something's actually there or not, and or like you know, oh, nothing's actually, you know, it's just you start second guessing yourself basically. That's when you know you're actually just tripping yourself out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a time where I, there was a time whenever I I haven't really had a feeling like this ever ever since then but the first time I ever had like a really really real feeling whenever I walked into a building was whenever I walked into a funeral home when I was pretty when I was younger and right whenever I walked in for some reason it just you could feel it you could feel all the sadness all the remorse the grieving that was still that's like stays in there and I haven't been able to and I never felt that again since but maybe it was just because I had a personal attachment to it but that was just like a weird thing to feel like it's weird to think that a building has a feeling that you that it instantly gives you and that's just right. it think it to be may... the feeling that's common i do think I mean... that personal connection may have a may have a factor in it cuz i've been in a similar situation but i can say that i felt nothing cuz i didn't have a personal connection to whoever was there i don't even know who it yeah. was yeah. yeah, that's the thing. I think when it comes to those situations, cert- I think when it comes to certain situations, it depends on if you have a personal connection or not with, like, the house, the building, with the person that's inside. I think when it comes to that stuff, it all depends on your own personal connection with whatever it is that you're inside. Like, whether it's, again, the house, the person, the object. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, that reminds with me. me- I've never had I've never really had an experience like that, but I did have the, I did have this weird experience, something like that, where it was um, it was my great grandmother's house because my my my, my grandma lived in Robstown, obviously. Uh-huh. I mean, you guys know that. Um, yeah. She lives in this really I don't I don't know. It's like one of those. She lives in a really old house. The house is like extremely old. It was just bad. It needed. So, it had so many problems, stuff like that. It's like I loved going to my great grandmother's house, but it's like every single time I stepped in there, I don't know. I just had that feeling, and I don't know if it was. I mean, I kind of just chalked it up to the fact that, you know, my great grandfather died in that house, so I kind of just chalked it up to that. Mm-hmm. You know, my own personal connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I never had a good feeling, if you know what I mean. Like. Yeah. 
it wasn't necessarily a bad feeling until I passed by the restroom. But it wasn't exactly a good feeling either. But I kind of, again, just chalked it up to my own personal connection to my great-grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know something crazy about something with my great-grandmother? It mm -hmm. was um, uh, one of her things that whenever... One of the things that she had is that she really liked collecting the porcelain dolls. And her walls were like... Her, the walls of her bedroom were like lined with them. I only went into that room maybe twice. And I'm never going to go in there no. again. Oh, no, God, I no. cannot do it's dolls. No. no, 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 no. Lined with them. My mom, I only, I my remember mom from, uh, Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and now she creepy. Had actually, and I guarantee yeah, those, you, a piece of her spirit is in so one of them, probably. One, like a small so rep of her spirit is probably in one of them. Oh, yeah, probably. I, I can't do dolls, man. Yeah. I, I cannot. They're just, it, it's just, it's not just horror stories. It's just, in general, they're so terrifying. Oh, like Which that story I, really I told you from when I was in San Antonio. Yeah, like that one. Oh, did you go into that hotel? Okay, so, okay, so, uh, I had, I had gone to, what was it, Six Flags for a weekend. Oh, okay. I think it was, I think it was their, I think it was their Halloween fest. Yeah. Yes, it was. I remember. And I remember. That was a fun time. <laughs> and and we went we went up to the we went up to to the mall that was just up the cliff because because we had some time to kill and wanted some food. Uh -huh. So as you do. So we we went up there, looked around. It was an open it was an open strip mall. And and um, we had walked past, we were walking towards this, uh, this American girl store. She was an American girl. <laughs> oh my God. All right, continue. And, <laughs> and as, as we were walking up to it. Uh, the right song. <laughs> we look in, in we're, we're looking at the window and and as we're walking up to it, a doll falls on its own. Ah, that's pleasant. Oh, God. Okay. It was just standing in the window, and then it just toppled over. So. And then, and then what made it worse, we decided that we were going to go inside. No, why? Nope, nope, uh. I remember this part. Nope. Oh. And it was so unsettling walking through that store we just walked to the back and walked back out because because we were looking at the dolls they were doing what dolls do looking creepy yeah naturally you had a you had a couple of them that had broken eyes oh that's always fun oh god no and then you had the employees like the eye was missing or like the lazy eye look no, the yeah, the employees were just like you had the one behind behind the register, and then the one that was kind of walking around tending to the dolls. But but while we were in there, was just standing there. God, that and person were both just, to the dolls. Your job will be tending to the both, dolls today. <laughs> they were both just just looking at us, just staring at us. Well, the, they were being paid. They were being paid to make the the park especially creepy on that specific they, day. So that could have been they, a piece. Of they, <laughs> they were smiling. They, I swear, neither of them blinked while we were in there. Oh, a good God. method. Actor. I mean, it, it's terrifying to think about. The whole doll thing is definitely scary. But in all honesty, the employee thing might have just been the whole Halloween thing. I mean, yeah, it was terrifying. But it was Halloween. But see, see the doll thing I could see, but it's like when you talk about the employees too, it's like, it's like that could just be Halloween, but they're getting, they, that could also just be them just, that could also just be something creepy. They were just, they were just the employees that volunteered to work at the doll, at the doll section of the park. But, okay, so real quick, I, I yeah. oh, sorry. The thing is, it wasn't, it wasn't part of the, part of the event, because because this mall wasn't in Six Flags. This mall was, like, about a mile or two away. Oh, I thought you were still at Six oh. Flags. Okay. No, they were there. He said they were at the mall. And then, of course, oh, and, then okay. of course you, and then, of course, the fact that 
And then, of course, the fact that you have that doll that just fell on its own in the window. Right. I would have just, nope. Honestly, I would have walked away. You know me. I would have just walked away. I would have walked away, too. Like, I'm all down to explore an abandoned place and everything, but the moment something happens, I'm getting out of there. Like, nope. I am out of here. I am done. But, okay. So, I have a... I have a... Daughter, no. I have a similar story with a doll. So, uh, Summer knows the story very well. What it is, is my great-grandmother insisted on giving me this glass doll. That's always nice. (laughs) And I am terrified of those. So, I hid it. I hid it in a special place. Okay, so I have a special place where I hide, where I get stuff like this, and I hide it. I hide it in my very bottom dresser. And so... Uh, I just leave it there, completely forgotten, completely forgotten about it, mm-hmm. until we were, I think we were, we were either talking about dolls, or my mom mentioned it, so I went to go open the drawer, right? Yeah. I think you already know where this is going. <laughs> it wasn't in there. I, I, uh, it wasn't Jesus. in there. It terrified mm. me. Like, yeah. it was not in there, and I had no what idea was, what it was. What was it? Why grandma was giving you said, you said that to this day you still don't know what happened to it. No, I still have no idea. It just disappeared. And the thing is, my parent. The thing is, the thing is, I know we. I know we said my parents probably threw it away, but it's like, thing is, I don't think so. Also, because of the fact that it was something my grandmother gave me, they wouldn't just throw that away. Yeah, that was um right. Yeah, yeah. that 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 thing walked out. <laughs> oh yeah. It walked and away. I had, in all honesty, it just as, as long as I don't find it again. I'm good. Probably, probably yeah. to go murder its original owner. Maybe. Oh, or maybe it went to the attic. Who knows? Our maybe. attic's also really creepy. Oh, okay. Well, since we're talking about, you know, uh, spooky stuff like that, um, have you guys ever, at any point in your lives, ever wake up to something pulling you? Like, yes. Sleep? No. I've only I, ever woken, I've woken I've up, woken up to that feeling. Kitchen. Okay, uh, I don't know if this is I mean, possible. I've, I mean, I've but, woken up to the feeling of falling, but... Yeah, like falling or, you know, just like like you think you're awake, but you're not. Okay, so this one time had happened. It hasn't happened for ever since then, but there was this one time where I was asleep. It was, you know, dark outside and whatnot, and I'm just asleep, and next thing I know, I feel a hand pull at me um like you know like you know if you're gonna like you know if you're uh trying to get someone's attention but they're not really paying attention to you but you grab onto like their wrist or their arm Mm -hmm. right no 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 right at my my right leg you met your your paralysis demon (laughs) no no messing with you well i mean it was kind of uh like, I felt a hand. It felt like, well, to me, it felt like a hand. So it pulled me, and I jolted right up. I had, like, a cold sweat, and I stayed up for about a good hour. I didn't have my phone with me since it was charging, so I didn't check the time. But I had gotten up, used the restroom. I was, like, walking around, trying to just keep myself from going back to sleep right away. So then I had right. grabbed and it was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning and ever since then uh nothing else has like happened but i mean i guess now i'm glad that i have my stuffed animals at the foot of my bed and then the one that i've always kept with me right at my head (laughs) whatever works see i've had that feeling but i've never actually had that happen to me it's it's only happened once to me but ever since then nothing else has happened I mean, the only thing I can think of is that was it was your dad because your dad likes to play pranks on you, but he would have also like popped up. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. 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 My foot, like my feet. Uh. This was before we moved. Uh. Oh, this is before you moved into the other house. Yeah. No. No. This is. Uh. This is in the house that we were that we're in, living in now. And right. this was before. Uh. We had gotten this new bunk bed, which is just for me and my little brother. But. Right. My feet were in the corner of a room. Like, in oh, the room. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So no one wouldn't have been able to touch me there 
other than at my head or on my left side of the body. Right. But even then, even if your dad did prank you like that, he would have popped up. Yeah, but even then, he would have been, like, at my head. Yeah. And I has done it before to where I had accidentally punched him. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I punched him right in the face. He wasn't happy about that. But other than that, everybody else was dead asleep. Right. Yeah, you, you have to expect that when you're jolting somebody awake. Exactly. Yeah. See, it's, yeah. it's kind of like with me. Like, like, yes, I can be woken up. But the thing is, I have to be woken up gently. If I'm not woken up gently, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll punch you in the face. No, yeah. By accident. I mean, um, yeah, one of our friends, uh, first You people, have to be ready for the possibility of a counterattack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, then. So you guys so think that the Winchester frauds? Huh? You guys think the Winchesters are frauds? The what? The Winchesters. You know the people who actually like have the Annabelle doll. Oh. Oh. That like really? that. So the paranormal what investigators. What about from all them? The con- from all the Conjuring and Annabelle movies. What about them? Are they frauds? No. No, I don't, I don't well, think so. No, I don't think so at all. Or at least not, or at least not to a certain extent. I think for the most part they're not. Maybe on like some things, maybe on like little things. But the thing is, I can't see them being frauds on like the big stuff, like the Annabelle doll, the Robert Robert the doll, the the whole Conjuring incident. Yeah. I can't. Especially with the fact that they've actually, especially with the fact that we've seen, at least I've looked at, looked into it, and I've seen so much footage from the actual, like, the real Conjuring house, they couldn't have faked it. They couldn't have, the, it's, yeah. there's, there's no way. It's like, I've seen actual footage, and I've seen the actual house, especially since they give didn't they shoot, of the place. Didn't they shoot the movie in the actual house? Yes, it is. They even said, too, that some of the stuff that happened in the Conjuring movie actually happened in the house that wasn't, like... Uh, sorry, it wasn't the wasn't Winchesters, scripted. it was the Warrens. The who? The Warrens. The Warrens, not Winchester. <laughs> Winchester's a gum brand, and the house that has the... And the house that, like, was constantly changing. Oh, yeah, I was thinking it was Winch... I don't know why I, why I agreed with you and thought it was Winchester. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, yeah I don't know why Warrens. you were saying Winchester. These guys were clearly American. Yeah, it was warm. <laughs> see, see, you just said Winchester. My mind went to like Sam and Dean, but for some reason, I thought of them as the Winchesters. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> all but no, I I don't think they're frauds. No, no. Uh, I think maybe on me like and Autumn, have, me and Autumn, me and Autumn have discussed it before. We don't particularly believe in ghosts. More into more, we have more of a belief that demons and witches are a thing that are real. That aren't real or are real? Are. Are real. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, um, but, um, oh, yeah. I think maybe on, like, little things, maybe. Mm-hmm. But thing is, there's, there's so much evidence that's out there. And the thing is, I know a lot of people say that you can fake some of it, but it's, like, the thing is, you can tell when it's fake and when it's not. It's why like I'm you so can uncomfortable watching those movies. movies. Yeah. You can it's always, why I'm so uncomfortable watching them. You can always tell in a yeah. horror movie that it's fake. Yeah. Especially with the especially with like again that, you know, my my obsession my like obsession with like the first two years of high school with like demon with like the paranormal in general. Yep. And like my big horror movie face. But, I mean, I still into horror movies, just not as much as I was. It's just, you can generally tell when something's fake and when something's not. Yeah. Like, you know when you ever get into that kind of, like, that territory is whenever you get into, like, um, uh, do you guys think it's, like, kind of better whenever people use practical effects in horror movies to kind of, like, convey that? Can, to convey that Honestly, it's like a CGI yeah. and that it's actually physically there. Yes. Uh, I think practical, practical effects are better used in horrors and thrillers. 
Yeah, because it's like, I feel like they try too hard now to Mm -hmm. actually get a scare out of you. Like um uh, the most like the most famous scene that I'm thinking of is the um uh, American Werewolf in London scene whenever the guy like physically transforms like that's right. all real that's like no CGI involved that's just a very very slow prop stop motion well, hell, scene where the well, guy you have very you can also have very simple psychological thrillers that can be classified as horror films like oh yeah like the original saw movie or oculus or oculus yeah. or mm-hmm. heck there's even this one i believe it's called it's called dream house it's Why not that a, familiar? it is it's it is like it it really like it's like the saw movies and oculus but the thing is it really well, no, not the Saw up. movies, the original Saw movie. The original Saw movie, sorry. The original Saw movie, like with the psychological thriller, but it's more like Oculus. But the thing is, it messes you up even more because it's like you don't think much into it until the actual twist happens, and then you're just kind of like, what, what the heck? It's it's, yeah. it's it really messes it really messes with you. Yeah. It just, yeah, but, Dreamhouse really messes with you, and I highly suggest it. Yeah, right. but you do have to keep, keep it in, in mind with, uh, uh, when you're, you're talking about, it's only the first movie that was a psychological thriller. Everything right. after that was pretty much just gore and torture porn. Honestly, I don't even know why I said Saw Movies. I actually meant to say, just say Saw Movie. I don't know why I said Saw Movies. The, the first one. <laughs> yeah, I just meant the first one. But, you know, while we're on this topic, what do you guys think of certain YouTubers that actually try and do this stuff? Well, I should uh, say that like for another time. Like, like Urban Can I say it for another time? Yeah. We, we, right. went, like, we kind of went off way off topic. <laughs> yeah, but we're still kind of well, in the general idea. Well, that's why podcasts are usually like, like, a, like an hour or two hours. Yeah. yeah, well, we're already going to be yeah. at an hour. Oh, we are? I didn't realize we were... Go for a second. We're already on a roll. You, want, you guys want to cut the first one here? What? We can keep going, or we can cut it here. Yeah. Let's go ahead and cut it. I don't it know. Here. I think we're on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's save all our stuff for the next time. I don't want to run out on our first one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Alrighty. All right then. That was the first cat, the first session of the of the class of nerdum podcast. We will try to bring you to. We will try to do this as like as regularly as we can. We're almost school's already almost going to be out, so I imagine a lot of our time and we're stuck in our houses during this quarantine, so don't really have much else to do. So, yeah, we hope that you can join us next time, and we hope you enjoyed. Everyone say bye. 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 (laughs) Till next time.